0: Joe, Josh, and Adam coming to you live from wherever. This is the Little Green Men Show. All right, should we kick this off? Yeah. Even though it sounds like Adam's in a hurricane.
1: Hold on, I'll, I'll go somewhere mm-hmm. that's not so windy.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go somewhere that's not a hurricane. <laughs> hey, um, so to to you're doing the Joe Carpenter, I love it. Uh, he's like, fuck it. There's piece of paper on my desk. <laughs> I'm yeah. flossing my teeth. Uh, yeah. So, do you guys ever run outside? Like on a trail or just like through the neighborhood or anything? Mm.
2: Today, actually. Oh, okay. First time in... Well, I actually went uh, mountain biking. There's some trails on the lake over by my house where but people jog and people mountain bike it. Yeah. But, yes.
0: Um what i have noticed this for a very long time dude for years i've thought about this but like um you know when it's cold or inclement weather i always go to the gym and run on the treadmill but a lot of like if it's nice outside like it was today um i go and run on the trail there's one that runs along the creek going down towards adam and um so i'm i'm running this thing today and like i'm just like a pretty friendly person you know for the most part but like i wave or like acknowledge the existence of every person i pass whether (laughs) whether they're on a bike or um (laughs) walking or jogging it doesn't matter but like people on trails are like pompous as fuck yes what dude they don't like i i it's maybe one out of ten that will acknowledge my existence
2: I've had opposite luck.
0: Oh, maybe they're just friendlier down there or something. I don't know. Um, but I, that's not an exaggeration. Probably one out of ten. Like I, I'll make eye contact with people, dude. Like, what is what is uh, what does Key say and in that, sk- that Key and peel skit where where he's like, bitch. He's like, I looked her in her I, I ocular portal or, or something like that. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, bitch. I was like, bitch. So, man, I will look these people in their fucking eyeballs and be like, um... I stay for a run or something like that, you know, whatever the fuck I I say when I'm running. Oh, I
2: would fucking hate you. I wouldn't say shit to you either. (laughs) Say
0: some stupid shit like that to me. (laughs) Oh, hold on. The vast majority of the time, dude, like, you know, because I'm running and I don't want to fuck up my breathing. I'll usually just literally just like a salute almost, you know, just like a fucking simple hand wave. But I make eye contact. And I don't know if it's, like, people doing, like, the R. Kelly meme where they're like, I fight for my fucking life, and, like, they just are, like, incapable physically of acknowledging me (laughs) when they're running, but people people just don't fucking acknowledge me, man. Maybe maybe they're like, fuck this piece of shit running. I don't know. I don't fucking know what to do. No,
1: you know what it is. Everyone else is miserable and about to die, and they're like, fuck this happy motherfucker. Yeah. Happy and shit. If if I I see you running
2: and you're in a good mood, Nah, i'm done <laughs> i'm not nothing to do with you <laughs> well
0: i mean you know you run and you get that endorphin dump dude that's uh that's that's a real Straight thing up. you'd oh. ruin
2: my day if you <laughs> ran by me and you were just on, a, on your third mile 10th mile and you said great day for a run i would be pissed the rest of the day <laughs> like, sometimes it's like, like
1: this <laughs> that you get hit by a car while yeah. you're on. well i run on a trail you know
0: so if there's a car down there then somebody's going to jail anyway um (laughs) but uh like when i sometimes i'll run past people and then you know maybe a couple miles down the road like i'll pass them again like you know we'll pass each other um going opposite directions and um in situations like that if somebody's killing it like i'll say something along the lines of like killing your run or something like that like i don't fucking you know whatever um but, like, I was running earlier today, and, uh, there was a couple that was walking, and I was, like, um, I said good afternoon. I don't know why I said good afternoon. <laughs> uh, but they, like, they were, like, oh, hey, you know, like, actually acknowledge me, but, like, every other person, dude, um, whether it be bikers, whatever, they will look at me when I make eye contact with them and wave or say hi, and they just keep going. It, all I'm saying is, is that there's some fucking pompous-ass people, and, um, <laughs> You know, there's the uh, um, when people talk about like the the difference in kind of what what we would call like, you know, the like the lack of community these days, um, Mm -hmm. you know, most people don't know their neighbors and shit like that. Like that, that like when I see people out fucking walking or running or biking or something like that, I would think that that would be like the most opportune time to like be friendly to your neighbor, you know?
2: Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, When you so started far. talking about that. No, when you started talking about that, I started thinking about like my neighbor, like I live in the middle of nowhere, right? Where there's four people on this five mile stretch of road. And whenever I moved in, everybody was super cordial and came over and their whoever would bake it bake something and we'd have that. And we met everybody, they all came to our door and I was like, Oh, that was super cool. I really like that. I was like, That's the way it should be. Got a new yeah. neighbor to the to the west of me. And I'm just so socially awkward, I'm just refusing to go over there. He's been Mm -hmm. there for, like, six months now.
0: Yeah, so you're (laughs) that guy that makes eye contact
2: with me and keeps pedaling. Well, I can fake it. Like, if I'm already in the situation, if it's too late, oh, yeah, I'll fake it. But uh, I try not to put myself there, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some pompous dicks that are runners or joggers.
2: Better than me. Mm-hmm. they'll live longer than me and shit. fuck them bastards <laughs>
0: um dude i was i was at work and uh i was talking to my my other buddy josh and uh he had posed this this philosophical question to me and the question was um if you could know the the date and time of your death would you want to know and uh, so we had like a pretty long conversation about it. And he was like, you should bring that up on your podcast. And I was like, that's that's a great idea. I should, will bring that up. If you guys could know the date and time of your your passing, would you want to know?
3: I don't I don't know. Yeah, you get to know how I die.
2: Uh, That's a good point, if you get to know how. Well, if you know how you're going to die, at what time, what day, then you should be able to, you know, avoid that situation.
0: Well, yeah, I don't know. That was one of the things that we had discussed. One of the things that I was thinking of that that really might blow your mind is, like, uh, if you were given the date and time and you were living your life accordingly, how would you know if the new way of living your life was what caused you to have that date and time of death oh, you know what i mean
1: <laughs> so kind of like a time
0: travel paradox thing yeah kind of so like you're like okay i know that i'm gonna die on october 4th of 2023 and so you're going skydiving and you're driving your car fast and like you know a couple of months um before your date and time of passing you're blasting down the, the street in a rented Lamborghini going 150 and you crash and it puts you in a coma and you go into a vegetative state and somebody pulls the the plug on October 3rd 2023 you know
2: what I mean yeah because so it's like actions changed
0: yeah I think if if you know if some genie popped out of a bottle and was like gave you that option I, I think that that would probably tra- change your your outlook on your own morality at least for a while unless he was mm-hmm. like yeah you're gonna die at you know hundred and four years old, then you're probably like, oh I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I want then, you know?
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean (laughs) I guess that's the way I would look at it is like, okay, if he tells me if whatever, if it's ninety, I'm gonna be ninety or late eighties, I'm totally cool with that. But if he's like you're gonna be thirty one, I'm gonna try to do some cool shit before I die.
0: Yeah, and then paralyze yourself and let that be the cause of your (laughs) untimely passing.
2: I don't wanna know.
0: like yeah, I, I wouldn't want to, want to know play, either. But
1: also, I know, it would drive me absolutely crazy.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, so the other piece of that is, would you tell your family? If you did know. Ooh. Nah. What I told Josh is, I was like, I would probably wait until like a month out. And then that's when I would tell people. Like, hey, just so you know. I don't, I, yeah. I have a month left uh, in this world and, like, I don't want to argue. I don't want to, like, be bitter about anything. Like, let's make the next month a happy month. (laughs) So,
1: one of the other shifts, they were, like, installing a smoke detector or whatever for this old lady. She's like, oh, yeah, I think my husband broke it, like, trying to fix it before he died. Like, oh, okay, well, you'll need probably get a new smoke detector in here. She's like, ah. I just found out I have cancer. I'm going to be dead in a year. It really doesn't matter. They're like, they like, uh, yeah. oh, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: rough. All right. Yeah, that's too bad. But, uh, you know, so kind of going back to the, the, um, deeper meanings behind that question is like, what kind of perspective would that give you, you know? And, and everybody's like, whenever somebody in your life dies, usually like for, at least for a while afterwards, like it, you're like, you know what, I'm gonna live my life to the fullest. And like, it kind of gives you that perspective. But then eventually over time, you know, we get back into our own routines and, um, that kind of fades away. But Then you meet some little old lady while you're installing a smoke alarm and she's like, yeah, I'm gonna die in a year. My husband was going to fix it before he died. And you're like, fuck man, maybe I should, uh, you know, get to live my life. Before I die, uh,
2: no little minuscule thing would bother me.
0: Yeah,
3: true. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't say fuck you, Adam anymore.
1: <laughs> yes, you would. Nah, I would still huh. say that. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be like your dying words: "Fuck you, Adam."
0: <laughs> that's another key in peel skate, man. I dude on on our last deployment i watched like every fucking key and peel episode probably like 15 (laughs) times over uh but there was that one where he's like uh the these nuts on your chin or whatever and he just keeps saying it and uh it's it's um uh jordan peel that keeps saying it and uh keegan's like he's like stop saying that man your your mother just died and your dad's uh, on his deathbed and he goes, and uh, he like breaks down. And uh, the lady that came in to like tell him this, um, he he's, he says the your these nuts on your chin, and she's like, oh, and like runs out of the office crying. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be my fuck you, Adam. Josh should be like, good <laughs> God, man, you're dying. And I'd be like, fuck <laughs> you, Adam.
2: <laughs> I did. Uh, I was telling you, I mountain biked for like realistically the first time ever today. First of all, I hadn't rode a bike in, I don't know, 18 years, 15 years. So I got on, I was super unbalanced, hmm. and then I just didn't know what I was doing, so I ended up like getting on the hardest trail there is. I came in backwards from the entrance, where like most of the trailheads end, apparently. Yeah, and the one I just happened to roll up on was the hardest one there. Holy shit, I don't know how I didn't die.
0: Was it a good workout?
2: Uh, yeah, but, um, really it was just like trying to get, I didn't wear a helmet either. Cause I'm, you know, very stupid. I did think about that. I was, I thought they were just going to be like little, little jog trails, like flat, just kind of curvy. I was like, Oh, that'd be nice. It's a nice day. Then, uh, I'm going like at a 45 degrees straight down <laughs> over a bunch of rocks on a 20-year-old mountain bike that has no suspension left, and I didn't check the brakes or anything. (laughs) Just flying down, ready to crack my head open.
0: Hmm. Biking's pretty intense.
2: By the the end of it, I feel like I actually had a damn at least much better than when I started. I was kind of banking into turns and jumping over stuff and having fun, but I think that's going to be my new, like, fun exercise.
0: There you go. Um... I suppose that's probably why they say it's like riding a bike. Like, you never forget. Might be a little
2: rusty, but... Never really yeah. That. yeah, I remember, like... I remember whenever it was, like, such a flex to, like, ride your bike with no hands on the handlebars.
0: <laughs> I would never do that, even if I could at this age, man.
2: <laughs> How ridiculous do you look with, like, your arms straight down while you're pedaling?
0: Oh, when the whole Area 51 thing was kicking off, what did they call that? Um, it was like from Naruto? some anime. Yeah, um, the Naruto running. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Not at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's right.
0: The Naruto runners. <laughs> that's, that's what people look like. <laughs> Dude, I biffed it on my bike a lot as a kid. I don't know how I didn't break shit.
1: Dude, I have so many scars, and I never wore a helmet.
0: Yeah, me neither.
1: Like, mm. ever.
0: I don't even know if I owned a helmet. My mom's like you remember the, the, the Russian from Rocky.
1: Sl- if he
0: dies, he dies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hadn't had the slide off the pedal and have it slam me in the shin for a very long time. That was, you know, that was a good reminisce. Whenever the first time I did that, and I've got two little mountains on my <laughs> right on my shin.
0: <laughs> Dude, me and my second cousin, we were, uh, he had like used one of our like old piece of shit bikes. And we were running, we were riding up the street towards one of my other buddy's houses. And, uh, I don't, dude, it was so like, I shouldn't even laugh about it. And I laughed at the same t- at when it happened and I shouldn't have been laughing then either. Um, but like that we had taken this corner and, uh, I had taken it before him and I was going at a pretty high rate of speed and I look back and he had like turned the handles too hard. So the front, the front wheel, is literally turned completely to the side, but he's still going straight and hits the curb and flips over the bike into the grass. Man, the shit was so fucking funny. I've hit, like, my head on mailboxes going full speed, though, so I don't really feel bad. but uh,
2: I'm, I'm sure it won't be long to, like, wrap myself around a tree. Do it. Well, I'm going to push the limits, like, way too fast. I'm really bad about that. Getting way too comfortable and not using into things, you know, they're potentially dangerous.
0: Hmm. Gonna <coughs> ease in there.
2: Your head got bigger.
0: I used into Adam's mom.
2: Zero one to zero. <laughs> <laughs> <The> balls in the
0: chin.
1: Oh, so we're staying down. Sorry guys. We're staying down there for three hours.
0: Okay, he looks no. like a firefighter.
3: he will be great.
0: Look at me, I'm a firefighter. His
2: mustache is the like iconic mustache I think of for firefighters.
0: Oh, With
3: dude,
1: 100
2: responsibility.
1: <laughs> no, we so uh, Friday night ish. There was a car fire down in the forest because these guys were like mudding and someone got stuck and then the car burst into flames. But it started a forest fire and it's been going on since you know, Friday night, whatever. And now we have to go down from one in the morning to four in the morning just to make sure it doesn't like really get out of hand. It's just been slowly burning and the forest guys are like, oh, we're just going to let it go, you know. Make sure it doesn't get crazy but Huh So it has been burning Now for like what five days
0: Well at least you get to Do some fire stuff
1: Not wild Dude Wildland sucks <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't so, know if we I'd... ever Talked about it on here but did I ever tell you about When I burned down like ten acres That yeah. Yeah, was well on its <laughs> way To becoming more extinguisher? Yeah i went through I several too. fire extinguishers uh well my, uh, my mom and dad had land um out in the country my mom is she sold it like a year ago um but you know we would we would do the burn pit like once every six months or so and uh after after my dad died like we did not do it as regularly as we used to i mean we used to be like you know indians out there like doing like the rain dance and shit mm-hmm. except like shooting guns and um drinking a lot of alcohol and oh um, yeah brother yeah it was a good time the propane <laughs> tanks in the fire pit was always fun too uh, i did that a lot i actually have some videos of that um so uh me and my brother my mom had been asking us about it for a while so me and my brother were like "All right, we're gonna do it on this weekend well the weekend that we ended up going out there was really windy and like super windy, like we should not have lit the the pit off. But my mom had called the the chief of the the fire department to to get permission to burn, and uh, um he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm you don't need a permit, just go ahead and burn. And uh, so we're like, uh, okay, um so sure shit, you know, we we did like we normally do, put a bunch of motor oil that we had saved and and uh, you know some dry brush and threw it in there and lit it on fire, and I mean almost immediately this thing started to burn out of control and it was after harvest. So like the, um, it was basically just like corn stalks around the burn pit, but that shit still burns very quickly. And, um, so it just started like spreading and spreading. And luckily the, the wind was going away from my mom's house. So it didn't, I was able to like keep it with the fire extinguishers from getting towards their house. Well, eventually the neighbors seen it and they came down and they started helping. Um, we had gone through several fire extinguishers me, my brother and my buddy chance were like, patting this shit down trying to get it to stop we grabbed the garden hose and we're like trying to wet everything down and like it would we would get shit wet and then it would jump like another 10 feet well eventually it started burning like wider and wider like to the point where we weren't able to control it anymore and uh before i got to, after i after i got through the third fire extinguisher i was like mom you need to call the fire department like they need to come out here <laughs> and uh <laughs> so there was like three volunteer departments that all rolled up man and one of the other neighbors brought his tractor over and started uh um digging up the ground and uh, like where it ended up stopping like on the backside in the direction of the wind was against a creek but um we were able to stop it left and right so it didn't keep spreading uh, it was pretty crazy though dude like that was well on its way to getting out of hand if the fire department hadn't got there when they did like it would have been on the news i'm sure but would have been like some dumbasses <laughs> burnt down 600 acres farmers wouldn't have given a fuck cuz you know i mean really in the grand scheme of things like it, it would have provided nutrition to the soil um but the uh the trooper that came out was like you guys shouldn't have been burning like who gave you permission do you guys have a permit and uh at first the chief tried to 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 like put the blame back on my mom and uh like she had like the call log though and um uh, so they very quickly i think to save face for the chief were like uh eh, we'll let this one go <laughs>
1: So, this last one one of the guys, like, Friday night, got a call from his wife, and uh, they live, like, southwest Nebraska. I think we all know who I'm talking about.
3: Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: But his wife called him, and she's like, "Uh, I just got told we have, like, 15 minutes to leave. And he's like, get the gunpowder and the primer out of the house. Like, at least, like, I don't want to blow the house up, but... (laughs) Yeah, they had like 15 minutes to evacuate and then Sunday, I think, when we finally left and he got home, like they had to pack up
2: again and leave. I need to burn my property so bad, like I've been waiting to burn the backfield, but I just won't because I'm so scared that I'm going to light everything on fire because it's nothing but hundreds of acres of pasture around me. And I don't I just don't want to be responsible. I'm terrified You're of it. Financially responsible
1: if that happens. Just FYI. Yeah,
2: yeah. I want nothing to do with it. Like, like if some I'll like make cow make gets work, burnt to a crisp of, or whatever.
1: Like crops lost. Like that's all, that all depends wow. on.
0: <laughs> What's the uh the Tiger King thing? Uh I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> 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 It's kind of a random thought on that same note, though. My brother was telling me that uh, um, there's a state, I forget what state, um, is looking to pass le- uh, legislation that, like, if you were to get a DUI um, or, you know, cause, like, vehicle- vehicular manslaughter for, like, uh, like parents, that you have to pay child support for that child um, until they reach the uh, the age of adulthood. And I was like, that's actually, like, that's a great idea.
2: <laughs> that's an awesome law. That would be awesome. Yeah.
0: I think every state should have that. Just make it a federal law. Fuck it.
2: That'd you kill somebody's
0: country. parents, man. You gotta pay for that kid. Even if it's just yeah. one parent, I, I would I would still think that you should uh be financially responsible for the outcome of that child or children.
3: Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean no, the downside to gonna... though is you see the your typical drunk driver that gets caught, it's not someone that's going to be able to pay that child support, you know? I mean, I've seen a lot of upscale
0: yeah, people no. that, it, you know, I, 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 I would, I would venture to guess that the statistics of DUIs are probably pretty split among, um, social demographics. Yeah. Um, But sure. Yeah. I mean, just like you have some deadbeat parents, you know, you probably have some guys that just are or gals that are incapable. I mean, I say guys being gender neutral. Um, (laughs) You probably have some uh, guys or gals that would just wouldn't pay. Um, And in that case, hopefully the state would help. But that if you think about it, that reduces the burden on the state and the taxpayers anyways. In addition to just being something that somebody should have to do if they cause that kind of um injury to another person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm- but that but then the tricky part is is like, do you throw them in jail and then expect them to pay after they get out? Or do you just say, Hey, we're not gonna put you in jail, but you owe this family a lot of money? <laughs>
2: I mean, is it possible to kill somebody and not go to jail for at least some amount of time?
0: Oh, I'm sure you're going to go to jail for at least a while.
2: Yeah, right?
0: Mm.
1: There's, There's a lot of people that get off with way lesser charges, and then due to overpopulations of prisons, they just put them on house arrest or probation.
0: Yeah what what are the what are the like the legal definitions of those like um, vehicular manslaughter or um, accidental manslaughter or something like that? Involuntary. Yeah, involuntary. That's what it is. Um, I suppose if you get like an involuntary, that yeah, maybe if the prisons are overcrowded, there's probably worse people that could be there. And I hate to say this, but like, if they go to jail, then they can't pay the family.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a dude here. He shot. He shot his wife like 13 or 17 times, whatever. And he's being charged with involuntary manslaughter. Why? Not, How? Not murder. We don't know. We can't figure out. Like,
0: I mean, is that one of those situations where like that's what they're hitting him with until they have the evidence to actually hit him with like the, the heavier charges? Like they're oh, using the oh. involuntary to to incarcerate
1: him. He straight up told 911. I just shot my wife. I'll be outside. The kids are asleep upstairs. Huh. What? Yeah. Interesting. He mag dumped into her and then called nine one one. Like, hey, I just have an accident. Hmm.
0: I'd be willing to bet that that would be the game plan. There is to to book him on involuntary until they know more about what happened. That way, he's in jail. Yeah. Because it, you know, if you hit somebody with too heavy of charges first. Um, then it's easier for like if if it can't be substantiated,
3: then yeah,
1: sad. you can't stick.
0: Yeah hmm. well, That's sad:
1: yeah, it was, it was a pretty fucked up situation.:
0: I remember a long time ago, you know, people would talk about uh uh like crimes of passion. Are there actually laws on the books for crimes of passion? I should ask my sister that. I don't like think if so. you it, like if you walked in on your old lady and you were like ah just like raging mad um uh, you know she's in bed with another man and you happen to be packing and you pulled out and smoked them both like is that are you going to get away with that as like a crime of passion
2: Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. No, I think that's like some
1: old-timey good old boy shit <laughs> where like the judge back then was like, well, yeah, I would have done the same thing. Well, I, I mean, a crime, passion,
0: a, a crime of passion—a crime of passion, <laughs> like, is is right up there with like um, temporary insanity. You know what I mean? It, at face value, to me, it would be like the moral equi- equivalent of involuntary manslaughter. You know, you're just—you're not thinking rationally.
2: You have my curiosity. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna Damn. Um, do that then you'd be more you'd be more likely to do it just because you know you'd get a, a smaller sentence you could probably have some some leeway in court
0: well i, I the idea though is that like if you were to um
2: it's like, if like you, that rock star energy drink that I just found out that I, you can make you test hot for <laughs> for weed like that's a freebie you yeah. like so I
0: I don't I don't know if this is one of those situations where it was just like you know some like old wives' tale about crimes of passion and stuff like that. But like my understanding of it was is that like if if you walked in on your wife, you know, getting fucking gang banged by um, your high school football team and uh, <laughs> or we'll say the college football team, high school football team. What is weird. did
1: your Pornhub search history look like? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um,
0: and, like, you know, you got your CCW and you walk in and you're like, oh, fuck this. And you start schwacking people right there. Um, then then that would be a crime of passion. But, like, if you were to, like, leave, go down to, to, you know, Bass Pro Shop or something, purchase a gun and drive back, like, the argument would be that you had enough time to think about that. And then at that point it becomes... Not third there degree, not second degree. It becomes first degree premeditated. Like, you left, came back with the intention of killing somebody.
2: There can't be any law saying, like, if you're this amount of pissed off, then you can kind of do it. That can't be. That can't exist, right?
0: Why couldn't it, though?
1: I, I don't think that that's unreasonable. So in Joe's, Joe's scenario there, right? Whenever CCW, walk in... You're obligated to stop a felony from happening. So you could say like, oh, I thought they were raping my wife.
2: All eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just um, saying there's so arguments that we just
0: make. just a just a quick like Wikipedia. Uh, in New York the offense of murder can be downgraded to manslaughter if it was found that the defendant acted upon heat of passion. Which negates the elements of malice required for murder. Yeah, because that's one of the defining pieces of murder, right? Is it has to be malice. That's kind of like the difference between manslaughter and murder. Um, heat of passion requires an injury as to whether the defendant was obscured or disturbed by passion that would cause a reasonable person, and that's something you hear a lot in law, would cause a, a reasonable, reasonable person. person. Yeah, um, that's that's like actually like a legal term, reasonable person. Um, so. When, when you, like, adjudicate um, a case in law, it's it's usually based off of, like, what would a reasonable person do? Um, would cause a reasonable person to act from passion rather than judgment. Furthermore, for a defendant to have acted in the heat of passion, he or she must have succumbed to adequate provocation. Um, so, anyways, uh, there must be some laws on the books for that.
2: Yeah. Well, that's just a situation I, I never hoped to find myself in. Well, yeah, I mean, either
0: <laughs> kind of the. Well, it let me. Uh, we'll we'll do like a um a thought experiment here. Um, so you know, my sister, she does family law, and um, I would say that my sister is probably, despite you know many challenges that she has faced in life, is probably one of the most fair people that I've ever known, and um, you can see it a lot, like in her practice, but um when, when she's working with her clients and, you know, there's like, um, I'm trying to like, (laughs) like, choose my words wisely here. Um, when there's like a situation where, you know, maybe like one parent uses drugs, um, we'll, we'll take like a, I wouldn't even say drugs, actually. I'll say uh, like one of the parents drinks often, more often than they should, like borderline drunk or something. And, you know, one of the parents is like, hey, um, you know, this motherfucker is a drunk and I don't want him or her to have any access to our kids. Uh, My sister's argument there would be like, is is their drinking like so. um, Disruptive to that child's life that they would be better off without that parent And nine times out of 10, the answer is no. And that same logic could be applied. Like, let's say you have two parents that, like, um, I don't know if I want to use, like, heroin or meth as an example, but, like, we'll say, we'll say two parents who are alcoholics, like, legitimate, like, diagnosed alcoholics, um, is it better for child child protective services to come and take those kids and put them in 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 state run child care than it is for them to be with their parents it's not the ideal situation for those kids to be in a in a household with two parents who are alcoholics but it's probably better than them going into protective custody
2: right um with with alcohol i'd agree with like you know those other two heavier drugs i think they'd probably be the
0: I, the other I, way that's why I said I, I don't really want to use those ex- as examples because you're probably right. But, I mean, dude, like, look at the – look at the, like, um, the, the child care system that's run by states. I mean, you always hear about, like, kids who are, like, sexually abused or beaten or neglected. And, and they a lot of people, that they um, – not adopt, but they uh, foster kids for just for financial gain, you know? Um. So applying that same logic, though, to – uh, a crime of passion like let's say um let's say adam uh walks in and um uh, finds his mom in bed with Joe carpenter <laughs> and he's just so mad he's like, how could my friend do this and and uh you do he, you bill and, and, uh, so you know he's he smokes me just gone <laughs> um and the cops roll up and they're like, hey man like you know you can't do this um is it is it better for <laughs>
2: He was for, fucking my mom. Like, what, do
0: yeah. you, what do you expect? Sure, there, there, there should be some obvious repercussions there. But, like, is that first-degree murder? Is that second-degree murder? I mean, maybe third-degree. You could probably get third-degree for that. Um, but, like, you know, think about the consequence, like the, the farther-reaching consequences of, like, Adam's kids no longer having that parent around. And, um, you know, I don't know. They they again, kind of running that thought experiment, I think cheating is, like, the most obvious one, but, like, uh, another good example would be let's say you took your kids to a, like, um, a, uh,
1: family restaurant.
0: a family restaurant that has, like, games and stuff like that where kids can run off and, you know, play in, like, the ball pits and shit like that, and um, some dude went in the bathroom and was, you know, trying to fondle your child and you fucking saw it and you beat him to death.
2: I'm Kane Velasquezing the fuck out of that guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So in that situation, do you think that you should be charged
2: with murder? To some degree. No. no.
0: God. I mean I so I, I guess that's where it gets tricky, is, is be tricky is hey, because Matt the, I the, like.
2: So, like, think of the Cain Velasquez situation. Like, I think it would have been better if he just fuck, If he just beat him to death with his hands instead Mm -hmm. of shot him.
0: I don't think it matters what weapon you use, to be honest. Whether it be your hands or a gun or you fucking beat their head into the porcelain of the urinal. Like, it doesn't matter to me. If in that moment you committed murder... Now, if you were to, like... See it happen and then go home, get a gun and come back and fucking kill that person, then it's premeditated because there were yeah. other mitigating steps that you could have taken, like calling the police. But like in the heat of the moment, dude, like I'd be seeing fucking red. There's no way that you could mm-hmm. argue that like Joe Carpenter was thinking rationally, like I would fucking murder somebody. But do I think that it would what should be want- considered murder? You know? No. Dude. Okay. Essentially, yeah guys remember yeah, that dude in, like, like, the 90s? Yeah, like... Um, his son was sexually assaulted. Uh, and the dude that did it, like, they were extraditing him somewhere, and they were walking him through the airport, and the guy was standing... At, it, this is a famous video. Uh, you could easily look it up. Um, but he's standing at a payphone, and as soon as, like, the the deputies are walking by, or the marshals, whoever they were, were marking by with the... or walking by with the guy that had just gotten... um uh, not charged he was uh, convicted of uh you know the the sexual abuse he he turns from the payphone, phone schwacks this dude in the dome with a revolver and uh you know of course the marshals jump on him and they bring him down and um they the guy dies <laughs> the the pedophile dies <laughs> and uh the judge ended up giving the dad like a couple months probation or something like that yes yeah uh, so that was very clearly premeditated <laughs> but like as a parent you're Planned like uh, out. he's kind of justified you know uh, should he go to jail yeah. should he he's been convicted i'm sure that there are plenty of people who would argue that he should go to jail but
3: again is I it fitting that, i think that's...
2: rationally thinking
0: one thing that always throws me off is uh, when people get like um, super black and white about the law, you know, like, well, the law says that they should go to jail. So they should go to jail. I disagree with that vehemently. I think that there should be some ambiguity removed out of the law just because, you know, like, you know, think about like the Jim Crow laws back in the day and stuff. If you have too much um, subjectivity to, to um, convicting people, then you, you're going to have biases that that kind of shine through. But.
2: Yeah, I would. So we couldn't be
3: using humans, not robots. Mm-hmm. Adam, are you frozen?
0: You, you look like you're like a like a like a cutout piece of paper, like pasted on the screen.
1: <laughs> no, uh,
0: you're with us. Uh,
3: I'm dying. Help.
0: <laughs> Call the fire
3: department.
2: He, he's gone. He gone. Dude, Elon he Musk.
0: Gone? Yeah, man, I was going to mention that early on. I'm glad you brought ah, it up.
2: Shit hypes me up, man. Dude
0: is... He is another level of ball.
2: <laughs> Have you seen all the public figures, Democrats and news people and Republicans too, I'm sure, whatever, libertarians that are, like, scared of free speech.
0: Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. Okay. And he even basically defined it on Twitter, dude. He was like, he was like so many people are so scared of, like, of free speech, but he's like, I'm basically just saying that like, if federal law doesn't prohibit you from saying it, then you should be allowed to say it on Twitter. That's, that's yeah. like, all he said. Mm-hmm. But the fact that people hear free speech and they just tr- freak the fuck out, like, that's mind-boggling to me, dude. That's so mind-boggling to me. Don't get me wrong, man. If somebody's on there and they're like, um, yeah, death to black people or fucking, you know, kill all the muzzies or something, mm-hmm. um, they should probably get their ass beat. But...
2: yeah. Definitely deserve to.
1: I say that.
2: like. But I'm okay, I'm okay with people saying whatever the fuck they want, kind of.
1: Yeah, I, I, mean, I agree with
2: you.
0: We allow the, the, the fucking uh, Baptist people out of Wichita to go around fucking <coughs> um, spewing shit about fags and soldiers and stuff like that without repercussions because of free speech. They should get their ass beat.
2: Uh, their main office is right down the road from my work. See them like almost every day. What what
0: what is that? What is that organization called again? Something
2: Westboro like, Baptist. Yeah, Westboro Church? Baptist. Um, Are they some- I, I wanted to make sure that
0: like I wasn't just lumping Baptists with the Westboro. <laughs> Baptists. <laughs> um, they should like they should get their ass beat, but that doesn't mean that they should be removed from free speech. And I think like just like everybody, not everybody a lot of people don't think this, but like most rational people, that that dialogue is important to, like, human discourse. A
2: thousand percent.
3: I don't I, think that Adam yeah. should be allowed to talk, though.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's, with me. that's fair. That's your, mute yourself.
3: Yeah. <laughs> mute yourself.
0: No, I only said that because you have been really quiet, but then again you were cutting out. What are your thoughts on that, Adam?
1: Free speech. Yeah, definitely. Words are just words unless you let them affect you. Huh. Say whatever you want to say. I mean, at the end of the day, it really doesn't affect how you live your life. Or it shouldn't. True, That. Like, that. you guys have seen Blazing Saddles, right? Oh, yeah. So, a lot of racial slurs, right? Just an abundant there's amount those. of racial So, the whole point to that movie that Mel Brooks wanted to make was words are just words. Like, someone calling you the N-word, that shouldn't affect you. Like, yeah, it sucks that there's people out there that are going to call you that, but at the end of the day, it really doesn't do
2: anything to you. Like, yeah, just move you on get with to decide how you answer to that. Yeah. People need to learn
1: learn that again. Like, it doesn't matter what Josh thinks of me at the end of the day. Like, I'm still going to be me and do me. Like, fuck that guy. He's a piece mm-hmm. of shit.
0: <laughs> I know that there's a lot of proverbs that could be applied to to your statements. I don't know, man. There's a lot of shit that people say that I disagree with, but like, I value their ability to say it doesn't mean that I have to listen or even give a fuck about what they're saying.
1: Right. And that's, I think that's a big problem with social media in general is it gave everybody a voice, which obviously you should have in a voice, but everyone thinks their opinion matters. Mm -hmm. Like these dudes that go on Facebook and argue about Husker football, like dude, just let it go. It doesn't affect you. At the end of the day, are you still a fan? Cool. Mm-hmm. Are you not a fan? They're, Sweet. No one cares because it doesn't affect me.
2: There's so a Mike Tyson out. quote that's uh, really fitting for him beating, the, beating that dude on the plane. I'll butcher it, but it's along the lines of like, everybody keeps being able to talk shit online like they've, because they've never been punched in the face in real life. Yeah.
0: I, I I used that quote when we were uh, talking with Zach. He yes. said, uh, people have gotten too comfortable with not getting punched in the face.
1: Mm-hmm. There's no true. repercussions for what you say.
0: Yeah. And and I think- so maybe, maybe ultimately that's like the root cause of why people are so scared of free speech is they're like, well, I can't beat this motherfucker up. So I just think that he shouldn't be able to say that, you know, um, you yeah. know, we could probably get into some Freudian arguments about that. Uh, but like, you know, if, if people want to fucking drone on about like communism or something like some shit that I just vehemently disagree with, I don't fucking care. I give zero fucks about somebody like loving communism and thinking that Lenin was the boss and Marx was the greatest. Like, I, I just don't give a fuck, but I'm not going to be like, Hey dude, you can't say that.
2: I don't understand. This is America. America. People are so people are scared America. to let people think for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think,
1: I don't know. There was a person a few weeks ago, we were at a bar, and I overheard her. And she's like, communism is the way. And just spewing all this crap is like, "Have you, you've never left this country. Like, you've never experienced a totalitarian government. No. Like, you've never been to these places where they throw gay people off the roof of a 50-story building for being gay. And, like, then, that's
0: and then those same people that what, threw that person that's... off the, the, the roof will go down and fuck a nine-year-old boy. Yeah. And say it's not yeah. gay because it's not for love.
1: Right. Like, I'd say nine times out of ten, people that spew crap like that have never left this country or experienced like how awful life is in other places. Yeah,
2: actual suffering.
1: Yeah, But yeah, at the end of the day to those same people, we're the monsters because we're in the military and we fought a war for a government that they don't like so Go get fucked yeah. You haven't experienced anything, you don't know what life is like outside of your little five foot bubble
0: I guess that's where that, uh, that strong man, good times, weak man hard times proverb uh, comes in
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a garden in a war.
0: That's one of my favorite ones, man. I, I love that one. That's honestly like that's like one of the virtues by which I try to live my life.
1: Yeah, yeah. You should always be ready to fight for what you believe in, but not necessarily go do it.
0: Yep. I've been in a few fights, man, but it's never been, like, about me. Like, it was, like, you know, somebody was talking shit to somebody else or, you know, beating on somebody else or hitting a girl or something like that. And um, so even applying that, I would say that, like, if you lack the means by which to, like, protect your family, then you're a a weak man.
3: Mm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Now, don't get me wrong. That that protection could come in the form of you know your fist or a forty-five. like it doesn't matter. But if you lack that ability, then you're a weak man. Yeah, there has to be prudence associated with that. Can't just go around smoking people. Oh, I mean,
2: which so I've seen social media try to get away from just strong men. Like I think it was 2021. I saw like. Somebody posted it was the cover of one of the top magazines that I don't give a shit about. But it was uh, 2021, the year of the beta male.
0: Hmm.
2: Why know, is that a that thing?
0: Ad- That's disgusting. I don't like the rules. I don't... So, I just, like... I, I'm sure you guys can agree with me on this. But, like, I don't have anything against beta males. Like, I don't. Um, you know, to no. each their own. Like, I, I if somebody... Fits into that category of being like a a uh, pussy. Yeah. Well, no, I don't. I don't want to use that yeah. word. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, d- just a beta male. Uh, I don't think that that needs to be defined for anybody that would listen. Um, that's their own thing, you know. You're, you're gonna have varying degrees of people like I, I think about this often you know you think about like uh like free college you know and everybody's like oh you need to have free college and stuff like um college is something that it, it's the the value of college has been so diluted you know in the last several decades that it's almost meaningless now but um the it used to be that that differentiated between people who wanted what they were seeking and people who didn't You know, Um, like if you if you wanted it bad enough, then you would incur the cost and you would work hard enough to get a college degree. If you didn't, then, you know, you either worked at McDonald's or as janitor. And that's not to demean people who do those jobs either. But like some people just want more. Uh, If you're a beta male like that, that's fine. Like you just you're okay being a beta male. But some of us like choose to be stronger people, you know. I don't know, man, It's a weak world that we live in that's
3: nowadays. pretty well put, yeah I just um
2: like I'm obviously okay with it. I want everybody to live the life that they want to live. just I don't like what's publicly pushed and like what rhetoric gets pushed socially
0: that's that's the that's the crazy thing to me about the whole free speech argument too is that. You have one side that's like, and I don't want to say left or right, or Republican and Democrat,
3: but you have one
0: side that's like, just leave me the fuck alone, man. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. Just please leave me alone and don't include me in this. And they're like, the other side gets so mad about people wanting to be left alone that they like, like go out and hunt them. It's fucking crazy.
3: How dare you just mind your own fucking business?
0: (laughs) Did Either of you guys read the uh, The Witcher series? No. Have you? It's not also a video game. It's also a TV show? show on Helps.
2: Netflix. Yeah.
0: Um, the Looks books are slightly really good, familiar. But Geralt, the the main character, um, who's played by Henry Cavill in uh, the Netflix series, like uh, Superman. Yeah, Superman. Um, one of his like signature traits is that he's like. Not indifferent, but like he just doesn't want to get in- involved in other people's drama, and it like enrages everyone because they're like, "You have to fucking pick a side." And he's like, "No, I don't. Like, I'm not on anybody's side. This isn't my fight." And people get so mad about it, and they're like, <clears throat> they like pull him into their bullshit. That's what's happening in modern society. Most people don't give a fuck. You know, people are like, "Oh, well, you know, right wingers hate gay people." I don't know a single fucking right right winger that's like fuck gay people. I don't. I don't know a single one don't get, i am sure that they're out there but I don't know a single one and the same people they would was, be like you can't you can't use the word gay um you know to mean like stupid um because that's demeaning to gay people but those same people who say that are the same ones that I would hear and be like oh that's gay makes no fucking yeah.
2: sense i think I was telling you that I was listening to that Bill Mauer uh Bill Maher podcast who's saying like a lot of things that he that I really agreed with and Like, I'd always seen him, like, kind of be super one-sided, but he seemed really neutral to what today's neutral is, and I'm like, well, I really fall into a lot of that, until he started, like, at the end of it, started, like, bashing, and he's like, well, I know for a fact they don't believe in climate change, and they don't do this, and I'm like, that's kind of wild to think, like, I, that nobody on one side can, can rationally think and have an opinion for themselves. It's just all or none
0: dude i always think about uh that line in star wars um when anakin's like um if you're not with me then you're against me and you're
2: against
0: and, me. and obi-wan's like only the sith uh, deal in absolutes and uh dude people who who do that you know they're like this side thinks that or that side thinks this that shit fucking drives me nuts man
2: it doesn't help that you only see the far ends. That's yeah. What everybody focuses on. It's Drew, like this specific also- this specific person or this specific person who might be kind of like the super wacky on that end and the super wacky on that end. That's who gets the publicity, unfortunately, not people with like good ideas that are thoughtful.
0: What's that other proverb that people with the least to say
3: scream the loudest or something like that? Wise.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's a weird time to be alive for sure. I, I, you know, one of the things that I often think about also as it kind of relates to that is the uh, like polarization. It, uh, th- you know, this would get into some pretty deeply philosophical conversation but um there always seems to be like like two sides to everything and like the the gray space in between is where like most people kind of reside um socially um but you know like universally speaking you always have like light and dark you have matter and antimatter um like there's just two sides to every single coin in everything and and like in politics that also seems to be the case and i think like um, unless you just like straight up like outlawed like you know like two party system, uh, then it'll always be that way.
3: People will say do we don't have society-
0: a two party system, but we fucking we do have a two party system. Yeah. Do you think
1: society will like normalize again after Fallout? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I think that's
0: the other thing too dude Is like everybody's just so fucking on edge At this point that they're just like Looking up at the sky waiting for the flash but Like just fucking do it Just just kill me
2: please And oh, the yeah. simulation Yeah <laughs> It was Here fucking funny dude <laughs> do, do,
3: do, do. <laughs> Yeah
0: Just waiting for the Fucking midnight sun We'll see. Um, we're we're about an hour. Um, some of the stuff I'd like to pick up later, but yeah, I think it's probably a good point, right? Yeah,
3: sure.
0: You know, Adam is yeah. super quiet.
3: Fuck you, Adam. No. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam. Fuck me.